Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, it's Simon here from Sterling Coaching and welcome to another Business Success and Coffee podcast in which I'm joined by, uh, the way I'm going to pronounce it is Namala Guru, uh, NJ as I'm going to refer to her for the rest of this podcast and she is an ICF Certified Leadership Coach and Organisational Development Consultant and she's Chief Executive of Guru Coaching and Consulting. Uh, She's worked with organizations and individuals who want to realize their potential, and she coaches, consults, and trains senior managers and executives, startups, small business owners, and many, many more. She's a premium speaker in leadership and self-mastery, and her cutting-edge talks are based on research, solutions, and insights. She holds a master's in public administration, And she has a dynamic track record of more than 15 plus years of experience in the field of sales, training and management in diverse industries. Um, It says here that she brings to the table a blend of experience of sales and marketing, PR and HR, especially OD and L&D interventions. So I'm going to ask you what those mean in a second. But uh, the exposure to hospitality, telecommunication, education, media relations, coaching and mentoring have enriched her perspective about the nuances of industry, both individually and the commonality of human dynamics across industry. And I love this readers you know, and listeners. Listen to this. She is an avid reader, a passionate learner, believing in continuous learning. And this is where the real nugget for me is. I live on the words plain living and high thinking. Welcome to today's podcast, Angie. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Simon. And that was a lovely introduction of me. I was uh, fascinated to hear all this. <laughs> Having to my uh, credit, thank you so much. So you mentioned the uh, OD and L&D interventions that I mentioned. What, what do you mean by OD and L&D? We probably know that PI is public relations, HR, human resources. But what about OD and L&D? Well, OD stands for Organization Development, and L&D stands for Learning and Development. Ah. You know, uh, to speak uh, in more a different perspective, how I see OD and L&D is, OD is a kind of more theory that we do in our colleges, in our studies, where we learn about organization development. But in practice, organizations practice L&D of continuous learning and development. Ah, great. Yeah, love that. Great. And and thank you for explaining the difference as well. So I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. At the moment, you're calling from uh, Qatar, I believe. Yes. Uh, So what what made you move to Qatar? You know, is there there any story behind the move from from India to Qatar that you want to share with listeners before we start talking about coffee? Well, uh, that's an interesting one. Being an Indian woman, we always follow the spouses wherever they move to on their work. And so did I. You know, I came here uh, with my spouse because uh, he uh, had his uh, job with B in sports. 
So mm -hmm. I had to be here in Qatar from 2013. And oh. that's the story behind. Yeah. So you've been there for quite a while then, 2013. That, that's quite a, a lengthy time. Yes, yeah. very much. Good. Good. So let's let's talk about the... Uh, the drink. I know you mentioned before we started this that you're drinking coffee, which is uh, a good relief to me that we've got a coffee drinker in the room. Tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're drinking and why today. So, uh, it's kind of a engine booster for me. Uh, okay. Every day I start my day with a cup of coffee and uh, being an Indian and particularly South Indian, uh, it, it is a custom uh, for us. In the morning, coffee is mandatory yeah. and it goes like an engine boost or uh, what do I say? It gives that push in the morning to go for and get your word. It's interesting. Uh, we had a guest, uh, I think probably on the podcast before this, called Sudhir. And I never knew that this southern region of India was a coffee producing area and the coffee was, you know, I thought India was tea top to bottom. I didn't realize there was a coffee region in there. So, uh, so great. So that, that gives us a bit of an idea of, of why you're drinking coffee. So, so how do you, how do you take that coffee then? How are you drinking it at the moment? Well, we have a very interesting way, like uh, these coffee machines that have, uh, you know, come up recently, I would say, at least uh, now, it's become a trend to have a coffee machine at home. Yeah. But uh, Indians, particularly South Indians, we used to have a, you know, a small little um, kind of a, uh, uh, a little kind of a vessel or something. Uh, it made out of brass or bronze, and we make okay. a filter coffee. We uh, we find it uh, more useful to filter the decoction or the coffee essence to it. And yeah. then we make up uh, the coffee with mixing milk and sugar. And it's yeah. called uh, filter coffee. To ah. be precise, uh, we call it a degree filter coffee. Ah, great, great. And it's interesting um, that you mentioned sugar there. So I've got, I've got to ask you the question, how much sugar do you take in your coffee? I, I don't take sugar in tea or coffee, uh, but so many people do. Tell the listeners how... How much sugar you have in your coffee, in this filter coffee? Unfortunately, Mrs. Simon, none, because I am diabetic and I ah. have my coffee without sugar nowadays. Ah, right. Okay, well, well done. And welcome to my club of not having sugar in coffee. Not that it's a diabetic thing, but uh, certainly I, I'm, I love sweet things. I love chocolate, uh, but I only love sweet drinks as a treat. Yeah, if I go to a Starbucks, I'll have a caramel macchiato, more of a, a replacement meal. But normal drinking, yeah, I, I don't like sweet things. So that's great. So tell us a little bit about your own business then. And what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've worked on in your own business that you can share with us? Uh, well, I've been my, uh, an independent consultant, a coach and a trainer for a larger part of my life. You know, I started my uh, company as such. I, um, it's, it's been registered only uh, when the pandemic struck in, actually. I came up with this plan and got it registered during the pandemic. And it was in March, 2020, I got the license for the company. And prior to that, I've always been an independent consultant, a, a sought out trainer for the corporates and definitely uh, coaching as well, leadership and executive coaching with, you know, going in full swing. But once the company got registered, 
I came to uh, a conclusion that I must be in a stand where I would be helping out the business owners there, where yeah. they're not big corporates as such, uh, where they don't spend uh, their huge uh, budget, they don't have a huge budget for learning and development, but however, helping the business owners understand what the corporates are applying for the business and synchronizing their efforts, I thought that would be a great way to start my business on. So that's the reason I started uh, this business coaching and consulting company, okay. which is called Guru Coaching and Consulting, to uh, to have uh, you know an interesting uh, tone to the company because we are in GCC Middle East. So uh, to to name it that way, I can have an acronym of GCC running with the company. Right, great. So shifting from working with corporates to small businesses, it sounds from what you said there that small businesses have lots to learn from some of the things that corporates do that perhaps they might feel is out of reach or is too big for them. Do you find that there's any kind of mindset shift that small or medium-sized business owners need to make? Because some of them might think that's not for me, that's for the big guys. Is, is there anything like that that you find you've had to, to work with? Yes, uh, Mr. Salmon, certainly yes, because uh, uh, if you take the corporates, they spend across uh, 3% of the total revenue over uh, learning and development. It's only 3% again. Yeah. Uh, but if you take up the business owners, they uh, they actually don't perceive the idea of L&D to them. They okay. don't uh, get trained or perhaps they, they are, are not, uh, you know, attracted by the way uh, these organizations hold their trainings and development plans for their employees. I would say it must be uh, uh, great uh, to go in for uh, a business coaching for the entrepreneurs and the CEOs of the small uh, business companies, because it is a must to keep abreast of like uh, whatever is happening over around the world and yeah. especially during the pandemic it's creating a lot of uh, you know new uh, innovations coming up so sure. to be in line with it you must uh, embrace training and development for yourself first yeah, being yeah. the owners yeah. themselves yeah so just asking a little bit more about the the shift what have you had to do differently then between working with corporates and working with business owners what's been the shift for you you know, uh, when it, when still I'm working with the corporates for training them and uh, executive coaching, so I'm doing things parallelly with the business owners as well. What I find uh, I need to be like working with uh, when it comes to the business owners is uh, it should not, I shouldn't be assuming things for them. Uh, you know? Interesting. Uh, yes. A lot of us, most of us, what we do is we, when we work with the corporates, we think uh, everything is all structured and planned. So yeah. we just go up with the HR and uh, do our process and return back. But however, when it comes to the business owner, we need to take up the initiative. It's uh, we who need to uh, get more awareness about the coaching, what happens with the coaching and how we can link the coaching to our business. This is us. Uh, who need to be proposing that to the business owners. And yeah. uh, I think as such, business coaching is more favored in Western uh, countries than in the Middle East. It's just stepping up in Middle East. So okay. I think a lot, lot of work to be done there. 
Yeah, it's interesting you say that. And I know, you know, we've had you know, majority of the guests on this podcast have been coaches and consultants from around the world. Um, I think we all feel that our area, our region, our country uh, perhaps is behind when it comes to having business coaching. And unfortunately, every country in the world, every area in the world says the same thing, which I think generally means that globally, businesses, particularly small businesses and medium-sized businesses, haven't embraced the need for, for getting coaching and consulting and training, which is intriguing for me that in sports, you mentioned your husband is in sport. Not one single footballer would expect not to have a coach or a manager in the business. Not one single tennis player would expect to win a tournament without having a great coach. Yet business people expect to be the best that they can be. And I think some of that, uh, they do it without the expectation of having a coach because nobody is a role model. And I think the reason I say, and listeners, you know, you, you'll probably have seen this, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, the big business owners have only just in the last 10 years started admitting that they've had advisors and coaches as well. And I think that has opened it up more globally and uh, allowed us all to take those steps. But it's, uh, it's interesting what you say there about should not be assuming. Yeah, we, we shouldn't be assuming uh, when, it, when we work with businesses. Is there any tip you would give to perhaps a consultant listening to this of something that they need to be aware of when they're transitioning between working for corporates? Because it sounds like you've got a foot in both camps. You've, you're working with corporates and you're working with business owners. How, how do you make that sort of shift of hats between the two types of people? What tip can you perhaps give to somebody who's struggling with that at the moment? Uh, this is, uh, this is in fact a little, uh, you know, I would say it's quite an irony because when I'm working with the organization, I'm just an independent consultant there. I have less responsibility, even though I do have accountability for what I do, I have less responsibility. But when it comes to my own business, I'm accountable and responsible to many phones. Fantastic. Yeah. So do you, right. do you think for the small, for the business owner, then do you think as a coach and consultant, you have more responsibility and accountability than you do for the corporates? Certainly, yes, because uh, business coaches are people who are going to be working alongside with the clients or with the small business owners or the business owners of any medium, micro or small entrepreneurs. In that case, it is uh, our responsibility and we need to be accountable for each action of our clients. And Absolutely. similarly, the clients also need to work in the same uh, with the same level of commitment. That's yeah. when the relationship is going to be co-creative wow. and collaborative. Yeah. And uh, you've actually given me goosebumps uh, there because what you've said there is so powerful. And if you are a business owner listening to this, you need to listen to that again because anybody you work with needs to be committed as uh, Namala's just said there. If you're a coach and consultant, and you're not that committed to your clients and you're not that accountable, you've not got that kind of relationship, then you're in the wrong industry. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say that so harshly, but you know, 
Uh, and I'm very passionate about what you've just said there. And I, I'm a big believer in that. It's why I became a coach in the first place, because I'd had some coaches that weren't in that kind of relationship with me in my businesses in the past. So I think you've absolutely uh, said something very, very powerful there. So thank you very much for sharing that. And yeah, yeah wow. Thank you. So if you could perhaps give us an idea of how has it been for you since you have set up this new company? What differences have you seen in yourself and what differences have you seen in your own business? Uh, no, uh, the trend is I'm seeing a lot of difference in my uh, discipline. Okay. Being a business owner now myself, it's, it, it is calling for a lot of discipline and commitment throughout, you know, it's, it's just not for a day or two where you finish your coaching calls, your training is done, you could relax. That uh, is not happening now. You need to be always pumping up that energy within you, uh, mostly positive energy, trying yeah. to be positive always and uh, working with more of discipline now. Because discipline is something which is going to be like a friend to you. When you befriend discipline, it's going to take you to places. And that's what yeah. we're all looking for, success. So yeah. without D, S is not possible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you're right. And a lot of people become coaches and consultants and they don't perceive it as a business. And they, you know, that discipline and that responsibility and that accountability, you know, I think we all have to see ourselves as business owners, don't we? We're business owners ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and as such, you know, I have a business coach, you know, I have a marketing coach. That's, you know, every coach should have a great coach. So that's great. Um, so if you could give the listeners uh, and most of the listeners uh, are probably going to be your typical business owners. If you could give the listeners one tip or one lesson to share that they can take something away and do something with, what would that be today? Right. Um, throughout my career, right, I started my career in 2000 and till today, the one factor which I'm actually proud of or uh, I actually work on is bouncing back. Okay. Whatever be the situation, being an entrepreneur, being an independent consultant, or I started uh, my business, uh, not this business, but a previous business of, of motion graphics down in India. And that was also very successful and I had to leave that for some reasons. But however, whenever a situation uh, happens or throws at me uh, some kind of uh, you know, difficulty or challenges, I have never failed to bounce back. Yeah. So bouncing back is something as a must yeah. for every individual, I would say, not just business owners, every individual. Yeah. You know? You just need to bounce back and get back yourself running again. And that's such a great tip. And I remember when I first set up my construction business, you know, what's that, 30 years ago now, um, somebody gave me similar advice and he gave me two bits of advice. He said, pay your VAT, our tax here in the UK, our value-added tax. Make sure always pay the VAT. And if you get knocked down, just dust yourself off and get back up again and carry on. And it's, it's absolutely right. It's that tenacity, isn't it, to, to, to bounce back. What would you say to those listeners that are saying that's easier said than done? Because it is. 
you know, it, it's very hard to bounce back. And, you know, we can be emotionally scarred. We can feel that the world's against us. And how many times do I have, particularly at the moment, some people are probably feeling just keep kicking. You know, I, I'm just feeling really beaten up at the moment. What would you say to those people that say easier said than done? Right. Uh, Mr. Simon, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with my experience. Mm. So this is where I was and this is what I did. 2000 to 2021 was no joke for me. You know, yeah. I had my dreams uh, to crack Indian civil service and I went almost uh, for it completely, yeah. you know, for four years. But unfortunately, I couldn't get there. And uh, then I like bounced back with my business. So it was, uh, it's, it's a constant uh, bouncing back and getting back was happening for me from uh, this long period of 20 years. Whatever yeah. I say to myself is simple. Don't look at life as life is long or short. Look life as big. Uh -huh. you know, when life is big, you know, you can be like working on it anytime, any moment to make yourself big. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, it's a practical uh, thought, not just a theoretical advice that I'm giving yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So bouncing back is crucial. And yeah. secondly, uh, being a business, particularly to business owners, know your niche well, yep. as well as know your numbers well. These two <laughs> ends can incredibly support you in your journey as a business owner. Yeah, sure. And I agree, you know, my background is in numbers anyway. So, uh, yeah, you've got to know your numbers, definitely. So you've given us some, uh, I've yet again, you're now the second person in nearly 100 episodes where I've had to write on both sides of my note uh, paper here. So thank you for giving us so much today. Um, just before we go on to the final question, um, tell the listeners how they can find you tell the listeners how they can connect with you if there's anything that you've got that you want to share with them you know just just show the listeners how they can best reach out to you the best you can reach out to me is through linkedin okay uh, i'm available there uh with a uh, with my id as nirmala guru official my name and official added to it nirmala guru official and so is my website nirmala guru official that's my individual site Yep. And uh, for my uh, business, you can always reach me at DCC Official. Okay. It's dccofficial.com. Great. And I would love to work with people. So uh, this is, again, going to be like, you know, a pathway for me to meet and explore people from different parts of the world. So looking forward to. Great, great. So wherever you are you in the world, reach out. Uh, and I just want to get the spelling right on this. So your first name is... N for November, I R M for Mother, A L A. So that's A Lima Alpha, and then your last name is Guru, which I'm sure we can all spell. But G U R U. And I've never met. You know, I hear lots of people claim to be a guru. I hear lots of people call themselves a guru, and it's so great to actually meet a guru in the flesh. So uh, thank you for that. I've only just realised. Well, yeah, there's something. Yeah. Um, the name great so thank you thank you mr simon in fact my uh my spouse's name is mr guru so that's, <laughs> that's guru. how my second name is guru <laughs> amazing amazing well that's the first for me and i'm sure that's the first for many of the listeners that uh yeah we hear lots of people who claim to be yeah but here you are and that's obviously some great things there so reach out on linkedin you're giving us your website 
and that will be below the show notes uh, as well when the show notes are updated. So just before we, we jump off then, um, tell us if you're going to have your next filter coffee in a dream location, where would that dream location be? That's quite a question. Mm. Hmm. Okay. The topmost floor in uh, Doha with a probably uh, around 170th, let's call it 170th floor, my big office, and I'm yep. there, there with my uh, people sitting and having a cup of coffee. Wow. Now that is a dream location, isn't it? So that's great. Yes. Yeah. And what can you see out there? And let me ask you a question. Is it beginning of the day? Is it the end of the day? I always like to know what times of day it is. So tell us what time of day it is and tell us what you can see from the 170th floor. That would make me dizzy, by the way. Well, uh, it should be. Uh, it should be in the beginning of, on, in the, beginning of the day. Yep. with my board of directors and we are giving uh, congratulations to each one of us in the room for a cracking a big number there yep. and celebrating our success fantastic fantastic amazing well you've given us some great things to take away as always i'm always privileged to meet people and take up your time so thank you very much for giving up your time and thank you for giving so much to the listeners listeners you've had some great awareness, some great education, and the accountability really comes with making sure you do something with what you've been told here. Uh, and look at life as big. Now, that's what I've written down on my note here. Continue to bounce back. And I think that is so relevant to today as this has been recording and for the months ahead. So continue to bounce back. Look at life as big. Don't look at it as short or long. Look at it as big. So you can do whatever you want with every moment of, of life. Uh, and yeah, certainly, again, I can't emphasize it enough. Invest in learning and development. You know, in my construction business, one thing that set us so far ahead was the amount of time and money we put into learning and development. We became the best in our industry because of that. We earned huge profits because of our investment in learning and development. It's not a cost. It's an investment. It does give you a return. So uh, thank you, um, Namala, for sharing those things with us. Uh, and thank you for being a guest on today's podcast. Thanks so much, Mr. Simon, for having me here. It's been great sharing my perspectives with you people and uh, looking forward to, you know, uh, having more contacts and more talks like this. And thumbs up for each and every one of you. Go and rock the world. Absolutely. Life is big. Life is big. Yeah. Rock the world. Life is big. There's a strap line right there, isn't it? So great. Uh, so there you are, listeners. You, you've heard all of that. You've had your dose of business success and coffee in today's podcast. I hope you found it interesting. Please leave a review. Reach out using the links that are going to be in the show notes and the links that you've heard today. Uh, to, to NG there at namalaguruofficial.com is the website and find her on LinkedIn as well. And I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>